and tells about it with courage and honesty. She's come out on top as a performer and as a human being, and I'm happy to call her my friend. Chapter 1 If I could go back in time and talk to my 20-year-old self, the first thing I would say is, lose the perm. Secondly, I would say, relax. Really, just relax. Don't sweat it. I can't remember a time when I wasn't anxious and fearful that the parade would pass me by. And I was sure there was someone or something outside of myself with all the answers. I had a driving, anxiety-filled ambition. I wanted to be a working actor so badly. I wanted to belong and feel like I was valued and seen. Well, now I am a working actor, and I guarantee you it's not because I suffered or worried over it. As I look back, the road to where I am today has been a series of happy accidents. I was either smart or stupid enough to take advantage of. I thought I had to have a plan, a strategy. Turns out I just had to be ready and willing to take chances, look at what's right in front of me, and put my heart into everything I do. All that anxiety and fear didn't help, nor did it fuel anything useful. Finally, releasing that worry served to get me out of my own way. So my final piece of advice to the 20-year-old me, be easy on your sweet self, and don't drink Miller Lite Tallboys in the morning. I don't know why, but I was born with an extra helping of angst, and I'd love to be able to blame this on my parents, as I'm told this is good for book sales, but I can't. I grew up in a family that was pure Americana. We lived in Dalton, Illinois one of the newly founded villages south of Chicago created to house the burgeoning middle class. We were like the subject of a Norman Rockwell painting, except it was the 60s and the 70s, so he would have had to paint us with bell-bottoms and a stocked liquor cabinet. I didn't settle into myself as a child, but the family I had around me was entertaining and embraced the life we had. My dad, Frank, was a classic Irish Catholic cut-up. He was always singing a ditty, dancing a soft shoe, or cracking wise while mixing a cocktail. He was almost bald by the time he was 19, and every day he'd smear sea and ski sun lotion on top of his naked head, then slap a little VO5 onto his hands and smooth the ring of hair around the sides with a flourish. How do you like that? He'd say to himself in the mirror, and singing under his breath, I've got things to do, places to go, people to see. And after that daily sea and ski ritual, damn if he still didn't end up getting skin cancer on his pate. However, it would be lung cancer that took my dad from us in 2003, and I miss him every day. I can remember my dad when I was really young. So young, it's like Vaseline over the memory, dancing with me in the living room. Do you come here often, he'd ask, twirling me around and singing along with Sid Caesar. My dad also did a bang-up Bing Crosby. I loved it when he sang, and we never had to wait very long for it. He'd sing while putting sugar in his coffee, while buffing his shoes, or for no reason at all. He'd make up songs about us, and the more ridiculous, the better. To the tune of Valderie Valdera, he'd sing Jane-ry, Jane-ra. My nickname became simply Uri-ra. He added Anakins, or erotomy, to the end of anyone's name. My older sister was Julie Anakins my younger brother, Bob Erotomy. One of his favorite joyous exclamations was pontiff, pontiff, from the word pontifical, which was his way of saying fabulous. And my cup runneth over was boiled down to my cup, my cup. Speaking of cup, 
coffee was Caphiticus. My mom was LT, long thing because she was tall. And the phone was the telephonic communicator. We would all roll our eyes and feign embarrassment, but we all wanted to be the subject of Dad's silliness, to be a part of his joy. Each day when Dad came home from his job at the bank, the first thing he'd do was put his keys and spare change into the saddlebags of the little ceramic chihuahua that sat on his dresser. Then he and my mom would indulge in their nightly cocktail ritual with their favorite drink, Ten High Whiskey. My dad had his with ginger ale and my mom had hers with water and they'd toast with the words, first today, badly needed. Dad would say, LT, let's get some atmosphere, and they'd dim the lights and start singing something from My Fair Lady, Dad harmonizing perfectly to my mom's melody. Banks were closed on Wednesday, and my dad loved his day off. It started at Double D, Dunkin' Donuts, because he loved their cafeticus and the chocolate cake.